Guess what, guys? We're not doctors. No, we are not. So if you're going to be making any major medical decisions, please consult your doctor. That includes diets, surgeries, and exercise. We love you guys. And we want you to continue to be in our OSLP family forever. So be careful and consult your doctor. Yeah. Yeah. We just got our blood work done. Yeah, we did. And our doctors asked us, what are we doing to have such great blood work? Yeah. And you know what we told them? ProCare. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. We told them like, yeah, we take ProCare every day because they have a multivitamin that you can just take one a day. Yes, exactly. They have a capsule and a chewable form. And not only do they have vitamins, but they also have calcium, calcium chews. Oh, my God. They're so good. They're so delicious. It's like our own little sweet treat for the end of the night. It really is because they have the dark chocolate and they have the cinnamon roll. Yes. And I love the salted caramel and the dinner mint. All righty. We'll go to ProCareNow.com and use code OSLP at checkout to save some money. You guys ask us all the time, what is our favorite protein powder? Yeah, literally, we see this question Every day. And the answer is always devotion. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I even use it this morning to make my own sweet treat for nighttime because it's just a, a brownie batter pudding. And you literally just use one scoop and then milk or water. And then I use it every morning in my profit. It's so delicious. Oh, my God. I want one right now thinking of it. Seriously, it's 20 grams of protein. So go get yours now at DevotionNutrition.com. And use code OSLP to save some money. Welcome, Welcome back, back, OSLP. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, I can't do it. Okay. <laughs> oh, all the coffee. Okay. Let's Ready? do it one more time. Quiet. Welcome, welcome back, back OSLP family. Yeah. Welcome, welcome. You are listening to our Sleeve Life podcast, and this is Kelly. This, I'm coming from you sick. I'm coming to you sick. This is Mel, who is not sick. <laughs> She's not sick. She's not. Um, so if you are listening to this and you have not bought tickets for San Diego, what's wrong with you? What is wrong with you, first off? <laughs> Second of off, second of off, I am going to be, there's not going to be any brain in my head for, to, for this episode. I can at, tell already. So you just go to BarryDiaries.com. <laughs> <laughs> Your tickets are only $35 for the San Diego. <laughs> and um, if you also, if you have not gone over to Patreon.com forward slash OSLP, what is your problem? Go yeah. over there, sign up, pick a tier. I suggest the Benchy tier. At least. At least. Only because you get to join us on Facebook in our special group just for Benchies. Which is growing like crazy. It we is. have over 100 people in our own Benchy support group. So come join us. Come hang out. There's even a tier that's $10 where you get exclusive episodes that we do. Mm-hmm. They're 20 to 30 minutes. Is us just chit-chatting. You and get to know a fun. lot more about us. A lot more behind the scenes. Yes. And you get to also see all the videos um, 10 days early. So like, like if you're not watching it right now, you can always go over to YouTube, hit the little subscribe and the bell button so it notifies you. It means a lot more to us than it does to you so just mm-hmm. go over and do that that's an easy free way to support us mm-hmm. um so that way we can get you all the videos because we have literally season two all the way through season five okay and we're about to go into season six so i'm excited season six yeah. holy shit in july is season six. Oh wow so okay cool. so if you are watching this yeah i am wearing my walt disney world she is. shirt i just got this actually on friday and i love it already oh but God. i wore it in honor 
of the lady that we have on today. That's right. Beautiful. We have Miss Stephanie, One Hungry Hungry Mother. Mother. From Bariatric (laughs) Society on. Yes. Yes. So thank many- you, thank you. I love, I love a sweatshirt homage. So thanks, I'm, thanks. I'm so pleased to see the Walt Disney sweatshirt. And um, to clarify, <laughs> Kelly's sweatshirt. My, I, I, I am not Walt Disney World. She is but not. I am hosting a retreat through Bariatric Society uh, in partnership with Advent Health, mm-hmm. May fifth through eighth. Right. It'll be in Orlando, and as part of the ticket, we are taking everyone to Disney World Friday mm-hmm. How evening cool. for a big NSV together. So we're pretty excited about that. We still have tickets available to the event. Nice. Um, I know hotel rooms are booking up real fast right I bet. now. So I bet. it's one of those where if you want to come, book it now. Mm-hmm. Or, do it now, do it now. Or book a different hotel. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's going to be amazing. Yeah, Thursday through Sunday, events, activities, workshops, um, Disney World, Mother's Day brunch, all Ooh. kinds of uh, awesomeness with 200 of your bariatric besties. That's and awesome. Um, a lot of opportunities to get to know other people in this community and build some of those lifelong relationships, which is my yes. core mission. Yes. <laughs> right. It's finding yes. your people. We've learned that it's very, yes. very important mm-hmm. through this yes. journey. So mm-hmm. you can find them at these retreats mm-hmm. or like any tours, things like that, because you need it. Yes. You really and do. We need went to the last retreat and it was like, amazing. I still have dreams about how amazing it was. Yeah. And I know oh. you weren't there, Stephanie, and but <laughs> know that like every person in there it was just a a great experience and like the love that was felt Mm -hmm. i can only like you're this next one's gonna be incredible i'm gonna be very overwhelmed i'm i know i'm a people don't know this about me usually but i am definitely an introvert Mm -hmm. i recharge from alone time and we've had a few meetups across the country and even those bursts of like hugging and loving on everybody Mm -hmm. like it pulls everything out so Mm -hmm. if you see me at retreat and i'm like Zombies. <laughs> everything's fine that's just my normal state around that many people <laughs> well and you're kind of doing a big job yeah there yeah so just a little to be perfect for everybody yeah that's right it's gonna be perfect exactly it will be it's gonna be amazing well, um, and where do they go to get those tickets Yes, they can go to uh, bariatricsociety.com, uh, toggle over to events, or go. Uh, obviously, we have a, a direct link that's uh, 2022 bariatric, sorry, bariatric retreat 2020. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get Why there. is that so hard for me? Bariatric retreat 2022.com. It's a place where you can get a ticket to a thing <laughs> that I do. Oh, I was like, you know what? That's Just for her, right it'll be in the description so you can click on it. <laughs> <laughs> we will have those links below. Yeah. So, so you God. don't so we don't have to listen to Stephanie try to say that again. <laughs> so, so I don't have to yell yes. uh, words and numbers at you. You can also go to Bariatric Society or One Hungry Mother's Instagram page and links are in bio. There you yes. go. There yes. you go. And for those that don't know, this is our one year check-in with uh, Miss Stephanie. Yes. Yeah, yeah. She's been with us for a little over a year and we get to, because last time we talked, you were literally, we were about to get into my pool. Um and, and we, we were, did. We and did get we totally pool. did. We were talking about you wearing like a two pieces versus one piece, which you were just in Mexico, yeah, and wearing a two piece and looking amazing, amazing. like on point. 
you. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. So I'm 14 months out now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, I, I feel, I even feel weird saying this out loud, but like, I genuinely love my body right now. Yay! Yay! I, it almost feels like a thing you're not supposed to say. Right. right. Um, but I, yeah, there's still, I still probably have about 20 pounds. I'd love to lose. I still have lots of cellulite. I've got a varicose vein that's trying its level best to pop Mm. out. I've, you know, got wrinkles and stretch marks and sags, but they're all, it's all kind of the, I don't know, the scrapbook of my life. Yeah. And I went to a really good place with, like where I'm at, I can wear straight size clothes. I can look at a video of myself jumping off a boat without feeling big feelings in the negative uh, sphere. Um, And I was on vacation and just rocking around in a swimsuit for days on end. And that would have never, ever, ever happened before. It would have been Mm. like, okay, I'm taking off my cover up to run into the pool and then I'm going to run out and put my cover up back on type of thing. So Um, yeah, it's, it's a little mind blowing to me right now that Mm -hmm. that trip to Mexico was a big, like eye opener for just how far I've come in terms of body love and body neutrality. Yeah. And that was for your birthday, wasn't it? Um, Eric, my husband asked what I wanted for my birthday. And I was like, just a few days checked out, Mm. out of the country with a few girlfriends where, I don't have to think about anything. <laughs> so that's what I did. Yay. I love it. I love it. Cause that's I what I just trip. Yeah. I just did that <laughs> checkout thing this whole weekend. And that's mm-hmm. a, that's a real deal. That is necessary to recharge. Of it like makes just you so nothing. much better at everything else. Whenever yeah. you come back, you're like, Oh yeah. I guess my brain does need to recharge. It does. Yes, and yes. I feel like I feel lighter. Like I feel like you look oh, lighter, right? I just yeah. feel just chill. I feel back to normal me. And I think I just needed the unplugging. So guys, if you need to unplug, just do it. Yeah. It's okay. It'll still be there. Everything will still be there. Yeah. It'll still be there when you get back. Yeah. I swear. It's and just I sometimes you need it. I wouldn't necessarily encourage this. Dave Ramsey will come at me big time. But, um, you know, if you need to go somewhere, there's always credit cards. <laughs> In my case, I'm it's not true. making an income right now, but I was like, this is happening because I need it to happen. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Self-care. <laughs> self-care is huge. After, like it is before surgery, but you realize like you're not doing it. Like mm-hmm. that's kind of like how we got ourselves into this position. And afterwards, it's like it's so big deal. Like mm-hmm. you need to do it. Yep. And if that means charging a card so you can go on a trip, just fucking do it. Because guess mm-hmm. what? Money comes and money goes through mm-hmm. your whole life. And you should focus on yourself and what you need to get done. Mm-hmm. And if that means you're going to a Mexico trip, fucking let's go. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, let's do this. I mean, you definitely gave me FOMO. I'm like, oh, I want to go back to Mexico. Oh, let's go, girl. Let's I know. go. I talked to the, uh, I probably shouldn't say this on a podcast, but I talked to the travel guy while we were there and was like, so what would be, what would coordinating a group rate look like here? Oh, yeah. never turns off. I know it never actually turns no, off. I'm no. like, could we do an event at an adults only all inclusive resort? I yes. think you can. Yes. Yes. I think you totally can. We can. <laughs> yeah. I'm totally down. Maybe thing. a little more expensive than retreats. <laughs> yeah. But-, but I feel like it's a different kind of like feel, feel to it. Yeah. Like it's just like yeah. a hangout and just be yourself yes. and just like recharge mm-hmm. yeah so maybe maybe come 2024 yeah. we'll do a, i don't oh think i can God. wait that long i don't think i, I can wait that long 
that's okay. I'll, I'll coordinate smaller ones between now and then. There we go. Work. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what has been like the biggest difference since the six months till now? Like what have you seen in yourself? Mm, I think I'm getting a better handle on uh, not on my mental health mm. overall. Like I'm still having the cycles of low days, mm-hmm. but I'm getting a better handle on the cues. So okay. how to recognize when it's coming and start to take the steps I need to, to get, get out of it. Right. Mm. So, um, I may have talked about this at the six months, but I know for me, um, when I stop brushing my teeth at night, when I stop mm. doing my like nighttime routine mm. situation, that's an easy cue for me to like, Oh, I'm headed into some dark days, whether mm-hmm. it's, I'm not taking care of myself. So that's, what's driving me into a dark day mm-hmm. or I'm headed in that direction already. And so I've stopped taking care of myself. I'm not really sure. Chicken right. egg, but, mm-hmm. but it's like, I woke up this morning, for example, and was like, Oh, I did not brush my teeth last night. I just like <laughs> went straight to bed and I was like, Oh, time to journal time mm-hmm. to make a list of the like personal things that I need to get done to like make myself feel healthy. So working out, tracking my water, things like that to like, like, let's get, let's get back where we need to go. Um, so that I, I don't fall into a nervous breakdown. I laugh. It's not funny, but well, yeah, I mean, it happens. I mean, you can't, you can't be somber about it all the time. Like it it happens. And if your natural reaction is to laugh, then just laugh. Cause that's, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. Life is hilarious. Yeah. And I can feel you yeah. on the whole working out section mm-hmm. because I was um, we actually just recorded an episode on the pa- for the patrons mm-hmm. all about our working out and how my mindset has completely flipped since being back in the gym and like moving most days. And just Mel was like, yeah, it's it's like you're you're back to where you were before. Because yeah. I had just this section of time where I was just like, yeah. you say one thing I'm going to eat. I'm going to punch your face like I, <laughs> I was mad. like I was mad at the world and I don't know yeah. what I was mad about. But as soon as that started, like the gym started going and that physical activity, it was like, OK, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And then I felt like Mel said lighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, lighter. Well, and I'll be honest, I do not work out for my physical health. I work out for my mental health mm-hmm. these yeah. days. And that's been a that's a, another one that's been a huge change between mm-hmm. six months and now is I got kind of I think it was the four month mark that I was like, OK, I need to start exercising as part of this bariatric mm-hmm. journey. Like, I know that that'll help me lose weight faster. Mm-hmm. That's part of the goal. But I was never really very consistent with mm-hmm. it because it was like a, a box I needed to check. Right. A chore right. I needed to do as part of my my berry tasks, right? Yeah. Now, since I've been starting to do more cardio, I've been running and doing the Peloton more often. I noticed a severe difference mm-hmm. in my mental health on the days that I do and do not work out. Yep. Like if I, if I'm having a hard day and I have enough wherewithal, I'll be like, Oh, I should, I should go get some cardio in. Now mm-hmm. the piece that I need to still work on is the weight training. Cause I know that that's the important mm-hmm. piece for mm-hmm. my physical, my physical health. Yeah. Uh, that I'm missing, but it doesn't give me the same mental health bump that mm. cardio does. And, yeah, okay. and it's interesting. Um, now that it's for my mental health, I'll, I'll do it almost every day, but, um, but I did fall off coming back from vacation. Mm. I stopped working out and I'm, this is occurring to me, like, as we're talking, <laughs> having woken up and not having brushed my teeth last night, I'm like, Oh, what have I not been back on track with? And mm. I haven't worked out since I got back from Mexico a week ago. So, okay. Yeah. So then it's, it's, right it's really hard. It's really hard to Very get hard. back on. Like once you've like reset, it's hard to be like, okay, back into the rhythm. Like it, you have yeah. to like drag yourself towards it. 
because yeah. once you get out of that routine, it's really easy to be like, oh, I don't need to work out. I'm tired today. Oh, I've got to do this and this and this. I can't fit it in. Yes, you, you can. can. You can. Yeah. It's just a matter of like, if you're not sick, you should be going. If you're not yeah. like I'm preaching to Bianca right now because she's in the gym with me and she's like, but my legs hurt. And I'm like, but it'll help. They're supposed to hurt. They're supposed to hurt. <laughs> because because it'll help. The- like once I you start moving. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if it's not hurting, you didn't do it right. That's what <laughs> That's how I feel. That's how I feel in the gym. If it's not hurting the next day, I didn't work hard enough. What got me actually to do more of the weight training section um, for the anybody that's listening that's newly post-op is that really helps with like the skin Mm -hmm. because like that was when Dr. Uh, Patterson was like, hey, we need to do weight training, a lot of weight training. I was like, okay, why? Why is that so significant? She's like, well, one, like you're going to lose some muscle as you're losing weight. And then two, like it helps with your skin. Mm -hmm. She's like, you won't have as loose skin if you have muscle behind Mm -hmm. it. So if you can do as much muscle training as you can and then do that, please, Mm -hmm. like cardio needs to be second. But I noticed like cardio does make me feel good, though. Mm -hmm. So it's like I can get cardio in in 15 to 20 minutes and then I can just go on with all the the weight training stuff that I do. But Mm -hmm. yeah, like that cardio, man, it's a game changer. Well, And 20 minutes on the Peloton feels like nothing but 20 minutes doing weight training. And I'm like, this is an eternity. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 40 days and 40 nights. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I feel on the stair stepper. I'm like, Come mm-hmm. on, you got this. You, got, I'm, yeah. I'm starting to love it, and it is like I'm seeing the butt develop, and yep. I think that's where my brain starts Ooh, shifting. Is when you start seeing the muscles being developed, and you start seeing because mm-hmm. I've always had a flat butt mm-hmm. forever. Like I, it goes back legs. That's all I got. <laughs> and now I'm like I'm getting this like little bubble thing going on, and I'm, I'm like, I can feel it when I'm walking and stuff, and I'm yep. like, is this a thing? Like apparently it's a thing. But yeah, yeah, and I'm like constantly like looking in the mirror and asking Zach like, you you see something back there, right? <laughs> like it's not just in my head. Like you see it. Lucky man, he's like, come to me anytime you want. You want to get that checked out, right? <laughs> I'm down. Oh, yeah, I, I highly encourage taking photos, measurements yes. right in the beginning, yeah. too. So you can I think really I'm see to the, the progression now where, um, you know, I've been irregular enough with my exercise where I, it's it's that next round of before and after mm. photos that I know that inspire me to, mm. to try to tone it up. Tone it you up. got this. You got this. I know that yeah. it, it sounds hard and you make it sound hard in your head and you're like, but then once you do it, it just gets easier and easier. Like, yeah, it's also one of those things where like weightlifting is not something I've ever done consistently mm-hmm. in my life. So I just don't know it as well as mm-hmm. like a run or a Peloton ride. Like I know how to do that. Right. Yeah. And the whole thing of like, oh, I don't like doing things I don't know how to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's uncomfortable. It's super uncomfortable. Yeah. And you don't want to look like an idiot in front of other people. Well, and I don't go to the gym. I have uh, I have an eight pound weight and a uh, five pound weight here. So I'll do like, abs. Girl. Girl. <laughs> You're so I'm going to start texting you in the morning being like, did you weight train today? Because you should. Yeah, we have a group chat going. We could just pop that in when we're at the gym. Uh-huh. We'll be like, are you doing your weight training? Yeah. Who's working out today? That's right. <laughs> so the longevity of your bones. <laughs> <laughs> so I have kind of, and you cannot answer this question if you don't want to, but when you're in your darker moments, 
where like are you still focused on your bariatric journey during those times or are you just you're just trying to like nope, survive just get through it just okay. get through it in those moments it's um yeah just like how do I get through to the next day mm-hmm. um as in the days leading up to it too I I drop off my bariatric goals days before that and so then mm-hmm. it's kind of a snowball effect right like I'm not liking myself very much mm-hmm. and so then I'm just trying to do anything to make myself feel nurtured and good, Mm -hmm. which includes not doing the things that make me feel physically good. And so then I dislike myself for that. And then it gets, it gets worse from there. So, um, yeah, not a great bariatric patient in those moments, but then I'm a great bariatric patient when I come back out of it. Cause I use like focused goals to get back on track. I'll say, how do you get yourself out? So today's a good example um, where like, I don't think I'm in a dark period right now, but mm-hmm. last night was a cue for me. So I put some workout time on my calendar. I sat in the bath for 15 minutes and journaled about what my priorities are for today and something I'm grateful for. Awesome. I flossed my teeth like extra carefully because <laughs> that makes me feel like a real grown up. Right. Uh, I love yes. it. Yeah. And um. I haven't done it yet, but I need to like get outside for a walk. Being Mm -hmm. outside always makes things better. Mm -hmm. And especially in this pandemic and stuff right now and working from home, Mm -hmm. um, I'll realize that I've like not gone outside for 48 hours and that's not good for anybody's mental health. So it's not yeah, yeah getting grounded is super important like getting out and like feeling like the mm-hmm. air on your skin even mm-hmm. if it's like not sunny you just need to feel it mm-hmm. you need to yeah, be out there yeah, yeah. It, you realize like just how you know this is gonna sound so freaking cheesy but like the the trees around you and like the neighborhoods that have mm-hmm. built like everything about your neighborhood was so hard like mm-hmm. the fact that these trees have survived like 50 years or that this whole neighborhood just came out of like lumber and like somebody's like idea like all these things came together like mm-hmm. everything starts to feel fig- more figure outable whereas when you're in an anxiety spiral the number one thought is like everything is horrible mm-hmm. and i can't out. Um, yeah. so if you look around at th- a lot of things that have been figured out either by nature or by, by man, mm-hmm. um, then it, I don't know, it's easier to pull yourself out of that. The other thing for me, and this is going to sound weird, but is like doing a load of laundry and doing a load of dishes, mm-hmm. something that I can have control over and mm-hmm. see like a physical tangible change. So yeah. much of my work is theoretical and, you know, it's planning, it's mm-hmm. all in the computer and it feels like a never ending list of things. Yes. So if there's something that I can see I've made a difference on, um, that makes me feel better. My husband thinks I'm, well, he knows I'm crazy because we've been together long enough, but he like, I'll be in an anxiety spiral about everything I need to get done. And then I'll clear out the pantry to reorganize it. And he's like, why would you do this right now? Yep. yep. Cause I can't control it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. What I tell Kelly is that it like, it, it like organizes my brain mm-hmm. because I do the same thing. I'll just all of a sudden start cleaning a section mm-hmm. of my house and I just feel 10 times better when it's done. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, I don't know why I'm doing this, but it feels so good. And then yeah. I realize afterwards, like, oh, I just did that because I needed to like clear some shit out. Mm-hmm. So that way I can process. Cause when I'm doing that and listening to music or podcasts and I'm just like listening and enjoying and like, zoning is complete zone mode Mm -hmm. where I can just like control the end game of this is like, okay, 
this whole section's clear. Now I can go do my other things. I feel accomplished today. (laughs) And I should clarify for folks that haven't heard me on here before, but I do have uh, anxiety Mm -hmm. and a panic disorder. And this last year I was diagnosed with ADHD. So the other thing for me is kind of like figuring out how to clear the fog Mm -hmm. of the ADHD. And Mm -hmm. so um, like this weekend, for example, I was telling Eric, I was like, oh my God, I've got so many things to get done. And it's physically not possible to get everything done that I absolutely have to get done. Mm-hmm. And then I spent the next hour writing all of the tasks that were like super important onto these little sticky notes and had this like big board of just like sticky notes. And he's like, doesn't that make you feel more crazy? And I'm like, nope, it's yeah. out of my brain. Mm-hmm. It's on a sticky note. It's ordered in priority. And now like, that's done. Yeah. I just work through the the bits and pieces. So I have a notepad that I do that with. And I, every time a thought comes into my head of like, Oh, I have to do that. I write it down because then it, number one, it doesn't get forgotten Mm -hmm. and I can go and I can physically look at the list. Yeah. And and it makes me feel better. I need to immediately write it down or else my brain's like, there's a thing you got to remember. There's a thing you got to remember. There's a thing you got to remember. And so I've been taking my sticky notes and a pen with me all around the house. So if something pops up, even things that aren't work related, but I'm like, oh, I need to create my habit tracker. I wrote it down. I need to get Easter stuff for next weekend. I wrote it down because then it's like, okay, I'll figure out where it goes on the priority list later. But for now it's out of my brain and it doesn't have to like toggle in there. Oh, I hate that. Well, just it won't leave. So you're like, mm-hmm. if I don't just fucking either do this or write it down, mm-hmm. it will still yeah. keep going and going. And then my brain won't stop thinking about, well, I'm trying to do something else. So mm-hmm. it's like that is super key for anybody that has anxiety. Um, write the shit down. Yeah, just, just write, write it down. down. Get it out of your brain. Don't feel like accomplishable as a task. I need to make a trip out to to Texas here pretty soon. And I have a sticky note that just says like, figure out Texas. <laughs> like, yeah, it doesn't... What is happening? Are we booking flights? Like, yeah. <laughs> packed into that little sticky note but it's not a sticky note but you know what it is but you know what it is so kind of changing the subject a little bit how's your food yeah how's what are you eating what's your favorite thing so i'm still obsessed with uh strawberry too good greek yogurt with blueberries it's my literally every single day item that i'll have nice Uh, I've been liking open-faced tuna sandwiches with cheese because it's a huge punch of protein. Mm-hmm. Um, cheese sticks are mm-hmm. helpful. A lot of a lot of cheese. <laughs> a lot of cheese. Uh, yeah. Great protein. Small bladder. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> uh, I have a lot of almonds and pumpkin seeds are a great source of protein that are plant-based as well. Um, I will say I've been having a lot more carbs than. Uh, most bariatric patients do, or probably what I should, um, if I'm still trying to lose weight, I've been rationalizing lately, rationalizing obviously has a bad connotation, but I think I've made the trade-off lately that like, I'm in a season right this second where I'll trade off that extra 20 pounds for some mental health stability. So I'm like, I'm going to have a slice of toast when I feel like I need a slice of toast Mm -hmm. and just know that I'm making that choice. Right. That's Mm -hmm. okay. I'm, you know, I'm down at 95 pounds lost. I feel good about my body. Yes. I want to lose 20 more pounds, but not enough to not have that slice of toast right now. And that's okay. Yeah. I think that's totally fine. Cause I mean, you're talking about it in your head, like in your head, but you're having that conversation with yourself instead of just mindlessly eating it. Yeah. And you made the choice. Yeah. That's the important piece is, uh, that I think is a big change from before that I'm, I'm making choices. Mm -hmm. I'm not just, 
you know, like you said, mindlessly eating. Mm-hmm. Last night I made the choice to have two sugar-free popsicles instead of the one that probably would have been enough. <laughs> so, and that's, you know. Yeah. Fine. It's totally it's fine. fine. It's fine. Yeah. It is because it's like, it's, it helps with also control because like you're making the decision now you're actually like, talking to yourself about it and making sure you're okay with it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's great that at least you're having the conversation because before we weren't having that conversation. Yeah. Make the choice, own the choice. That's really mm-hmm. the like the only requirement of post-op. Like it's, I, I've heard from some people that it's like no more than 30 grams of protein in a day, no, or no protein, sorry, carbs or carbs. no more than, yeah. more than blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't actually limit my, my carbs right now. It's that I aim for a certain number of proteins. Mm-hmm. And then if there's extra room for carbs, that's fine. But I'm making the, I'm making that choice knowing mm-hmm. that, if I'm not losing for a couple of months, given my current habits, then I can then make the choice to make a different food decision. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I was talking with Dylan this weekend because he's like, so do we get a cheat day? And I'm like, we're not doing cheat days. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, you just need to get all your protein in. And then if you get an extra, you get an extra. Like, I'm not I'm like, I literally just told him I was like, cheat days are too much in the diet culture and it's very toxic. Mm -hmm. Like I Mm -hmm. don't like it at all. And people can be mad at me for it, but I'm told him, I was like, cause we went and saw a movie, went and saw Sonic and I was, he wanted a, like a small Slurpee. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. And he goes, are we having a cheat meal, the cheat day in it today? I go, no, but that's your extra. Like know that this is special and that this is not something that you have all the time, Mm -hmm. but like you've had your protein throughout the day and that's okay. Like Mm -hmm. you're, you're making that decision and we're making this together and we're talking about it. That's what we need to do. And he's like, Oh, okay. And then he's like, so we're just going to eat as much protein as possible. And I go, yes, that's, that's every day, every day. day. He's like, I can do that. I'm like, thank you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like let's move away from all the bad habits that I learned over the 35 well, years have been so here. young too. Like my daughter is six years old and she's like, mom, can I have a sugar food now that I've had um, a healthy food? And I'm like, Ooh, there's no like, and that's just a substitute for good versus bad. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, well, babe, like you can, yes, you can have this. Like, how does it make your stomach feel? Like we just want to feel good as we're eating. Like, do you feel like you put enough fuel in your body mm-hmm. and, and things like that, which all of that is so hard as a kid. Like yeah. things are so much more bilateral mm-hmm. and like black and white and good and bad. Mm-hmm. And so it's really mm-hmm. hard for her to, to process that, but I don't want her to have the same, like, Oh, well, if I eat ice cream, I'm bad. And right. now, now the diet's over. And so I can eat whatever, however much ice cream I want, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we just had a conversation. Bianca called me, what was it last Thursday? Mm-hmm. And she had gotten a Dutch brothers caramelizer. And I was like, yeah, we went through all the stats because I'm learning like she needs to know, like she needs to know what she's eating. And so I was like, I want you to look up how much carbs, calories and sugar are in that. Mm -hmm. And she looked it up and it is atrocious. It's over a thousand calories. Yeah. For like a large for a large drink. Yeah. And over one hundred and eighty grams of sugar. Yeah. Whoa, right? Yes. And she was like, I can get the medium, right? Because it's like 70 grams. And we're like, no, that's still like it's almost still your daily. Just as bad. Like, like and I don't want to say bad, but it's just like that's too much for your system. That's what I say. Yeah, it was too much. It's too much. And so well, she came up with moderation. But yeah. that much at one time. Like, yeah, that right? is bad for you. Yeah. It's, not- it's intense. Yeah. And uh, she came up with the thing. She was like, well, what if I have one one every other month? Yeah. 
And oh. I was like, I feel like that's a good like fine. you'll be like, OK, well, you know, I didn't have one in April. OK, so June, I'm going to have one like, you know, it's it's a in I mean May or whatever. A <laughs> random. It's a random <laughs> time like, when you drink it. Like, did, did it make your body feel good? Were you mm-hmm. happy you drink it after? Mm-hmm. Right. That's something you forget to think about. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like. We remember the want for the ice cream. Mm-hmm. We remember the like joy in our mouth of the ice cream. Mm-hmm. But what we tend to forget is the way our body felt after we ate mm-hmm. the ice yes. cream. And I'm substituting, I'm putting ice cream as in as the yeah. X. Yeah. Put it in or whatever. But um, but yeah, like our minds instantly forget the fact that we were like on the toilet or clutching our stomach mm-hmm. or vomiting after we ate that thing in excess. Yeah. And so that's yeah, the part attention to it's yeah. the mouth pleasure the mouth pleasure. The mouth pleasure. Yeah, and for some reason our brains will remember the mouth pleasure mm-hmm. but it does not remember the tummy pain nope well and if um i don't know if you read this too steph but like when it comes to negative and pain like your body tries to not remember it for you oh. like it's like a defense mechanism where it's like it's yeah, gonna it yeah it's mm-hmm. gonna remember the positive more than the negative for like body pain and stuff like that so like with me breaking my leg like i don't remember the pain itself. I remember like everything that happened and how it got broken, but I don't remember that pain at all. Having Dylan, like I know it hurt. <laughs> like I remember screaming in pain, but I don't physically remember that. But I, but you know what I do remember is um, when German chocolate cake gets in my mouth and how awesome I feel at that moment. <laughs> like I still have that like memory. I hate this, but that literally made my, like there was a physical reaction. It made my mouth water as you said that. Yeah. Where, like You talked about giving birth to your child. I've had two kids mm-hmm. and like, I didn't squirm. Right. Like I, it was the most painful thing I've ever gone through. I remember that much, but I don't remember the physical, like the physical pain mm-hmm. like isn't remembered in my body. Exactly. And that's right. That's right. our body. Like, yeah, continue having babies. Yes. We don't want you to remember how bad it was. So you keep <laughs> going. Don't think about that. Don't think about, think about German chocolate cake. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Zach made me a, uh, uh, grilled cheese sandwich the other day and literally I'm sitting at the counter and he's making it and my my mouth is just watering. And so when you said that, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, why is my mouth watering? Yep. Like it's an instant reaction. It is like grilled cheese sandwich. Cool. Water. Drool. <laughs> like it's the the yeah, anybody who ever doubts how connected our bodies and our minds are, like think about those scenarios mm-hmm. where like Seriously. someone just says a food you like and mm-hmm. you have a physical reaction in your body. Mm-hmm. Seriously. And I know the last time we talked, we were talking about you traveling and trying to be more like prepped and prepared, mm-hmm. like having stuff in the car. Um, having stuff on the airplane, like how is that going? Because you travel more than anybody I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's going good. So I've found some like snacks that work well for me when I'm traveling. And then I've also gotten a better awareness of like, oh, okay, the um, little markets in the airport are almost always going to have Greek yogurt mm-hmm. or a little pack of an egg. So give yourself enough time to go in and get that. If you don't have anything at home, you can bring, cause like yogurt's considered a liquid so that you have a hard time getting that through TSA. Yeah. Um, so I've gotten better at that for like airline travel. And then in the car, I just keep some like RX bars in the center console. Nice. Um, so that I have that. The biggest thing is having enough water with me at all times, because I'm still struggling with plain water. I can't chug it the way that I can, uh, or the way that I used to be able to. And so making sure that I have got enough, like a hint water has been a lifesaver for me. Oh, making okay. sure 
um, with me everywhere, especially because like my kids and my husband will always drink it if they find it. (laughs) (laughs) I've got to basically buy stock in the company at this point. It's a real problem. (laughs) I love it. I I love it. it. I don't think I've tried that. Have we um, tried it? I have tried it. So it's got carbonation in it, right? Is that the carbonated? No, no that's not the carbonated. Boy, without carbonation. Okay. Oh, nice. I have a hard time with flavorings. Yeah. So the only thing I like my my seltzer water that's flavored with mm-hmm. lemon, like that's the or liquid death that's literally just yeah just seltzer water seltzer water yeah yeah. Um, because I like the carbonation. It feels me like I do too, but I need it like in a cup of ice. And yes. so I can't like pop a bottle or like a can of, yeah, I can't just pop a can of bubbly. Eric was laughing at me yesterday because he bought some for himself. And I was like, Ooh, we got some bubbly in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I went into a big glass with ice and had my straw. And he's like, are you going to actually drink it? And I'm like, no, I need to wait like five minutes for part of the bubbles to go away. I just want to feel them. Like they don't have to yeah. be like all over the place. Well, and that's why I like liquid death because it is a less, it's less carbonated to me. Like it's, it's carbonated, but it's not, I don't know. It's less fizzy. I don't know. I don't know. But that's why I spend a lot of money on liquid death. Interesting. Interesting. So it sounds like you're getting better at preparing for travels. Yes, I'm getting better at my midnight throwing things into a bag and how to. (laughs) I believe it. Deal with the next day whenever you don't have food. <laughs> yes. Yes. How's alcohol with you? It's good. So I'm pretty strict about my like two days a week is is all I'll drink um, because both of my parents are alcoholics. And so the possibility of transfer addiction to alcohol is really high for me. There was a period post-op, I want to say probably when I was close to like the six-month time frame, mm-hmm. where I started catching myself craving mm-hmm. uh, I was craving, uh, oh, what are those like bubbly can drinks? White Claw? Yeah, I was craving White Claws. I had bought a big case of them at Costco when I was there one time. So I was like, oh, great deal. Yeah. My fridge, I wanted a couple every night and I started drinking more often than my two days a week. And I was like, oh, it's okay. It's just a couple White Claws. Mm -hmm. But then I'd get the kids down and I was like, oh, now I want my White Claw. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, that's where addiction comes in. And so Mm -hmm. I got back to my strict two days a week and we don't really have alcohol in the house other Mm -hmm. than um, we have a few wine memberships. So we always always have wine in the wine fridge, but um, that's a little bit more of like an effort to like pop open a bottle of wine. I'm not going to drink the whole thing. So I need a commitment from Eric. So I'm not wasting. So Mm -hmm. um, it's more of a thing. So there's no like addiction problem there. Um, When I'm out with other people though, that's where I have a harder time. And for a while, I had a strict rule of like no more than two drinks in a day um, because I was get, like finding myself getting too drunk too easily. Okay. Uh, I've slipped off of that, um, but I think I've found a healthy, a healthy balance where I know that um, I can have a little bit more than that. But as long as I'm drinking water in between and drinking slowly and not succumbing to certain friends, you know who you are that are, uh, trying to get me to take shots. That could <laughs> so, be me. That's not us. I don't know what you're talking about. That is not there's us. A, there's a few of you out there. There's yeah. a few of you. Yes. Some of them might be sitting right across from you. 
<laughs> because I do like shots because of the fact of like one, there's no like fruitiness, there's no sugar in this. You're getting straight alcohol immediately and you're not wasting it. I really hate drinking calories and carbs and all the whole thing. Like it bugs me. Mm-hmm. So like I'm water, tea girl, and then tequila shots is what's is what uh Stephanie like to has to do with me. Alcohol and I don't like the feeling of getting too drunk too fast. I yeah. don't like out of control as you guys might be able to imagine because I'm a bit of a control freak. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I noticed that everybody's different though. Cause like when I do shots, it takes a while. Like I still take like 30 minutes to feel it. Like, but Kelly's pretty instant. It's pretty instant. And like I'll take it within like yeah. five minutes. I'm like Woo. full effect. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. It takes like a good 20, 30 minutes for me to still feel it. What is it like? It's, yours is pretty instant, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's well, I would say 20, 20 minutes or so, but then you run okay. the risk of like you, if you've taken a shot and then you're like having a mixed drink after that, or a glass of wine or something like that, like when that shot kicks in along with the other one, like poof, suddenly yeah. you're drunk, you didn't even realize that, that was about to happen. Uh, cause it took a minute. And so, yeah, I just don't like, I don't like that. Yeah. Don't do the dual drinks. I literally just do water. You guys saw me uh, in Vegas, like mm-hmm. a little, that's what I would just do shots with someone and then I'm drinking ice water right after. Well, and I'm I'm a good time girl, right? Like yeah. I, once I've had a couple drinks and I'm a little tipsy, I'm like, I don't want this party to end ever. Right. Yes. <laughs> 48 hours later. No. I mean, that's how I ended up with um, a bunch of girls in my room because we're like, what? The music stopped. Oh my God, the batteries are dead. We're going upstairs. Yep. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> and we just, but the weird thing is, is like, even though we were like all having a good time. None, none of us were drinking in your room. No, no one drank in the room. So yeah. it was just like everybody was sobering up in the room. It was great. Yeah, it was great. And you get your water in. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Uh, but so we, I'm the same way. Yeah. Like, I don't want the party to end. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm, I like this. I'm out now. Mm-hmm. I'm an introvert. That's hard to do. It's mm-hmm. getting me out. We're here and now I'm having a good time. So it's never going to end. We all live here now. <laughs> yes. We all live in this moment. Yes. Well, I mean, I think back often to the moment that we were all in the bar and we were listening to music and we were singing and we were having such a great time. Mm-hmm. And that's those are the moments that I live for. Yes. Because it was just so effortless of just everybody talking and singing and like just hanging out. It just gave me all of the warm and fuzzies. Yeah. That's that's why I'm like all about now people find your people because like that just felt amazing to be able to do Mm -hmm. because like I felt so comfortable, calm, collected. Mm -hmm. I was having so much fun with all. And when I loved that table had so many different types of people in it, it like the age ranges were like crazy. They had people that were 60 all the way down to like in their twenties. Like it was just so rad to have different types of people all of us here for the same thing and having fun at the same time Mm -hmm. like there was no awkwardness like everybody like understood like the baseline of like oh we all had surgery and we're all drunk after one or two shots (laughs) yeah we're just gonna have fun together yeah it was so much fun language yeah 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 so you don't have the awkward small talk with people because it's like you instantly know each other on like an intimate level that even their friends and family might not know them you know exactly Mm -hmm. exactly have you felt any transfer addiction to anything at all during this or just the alcohol is it just the alcohol alcohol felt like it could be a risk for me which is why I was like I'm nipping that one in the bud like with alcohol you know addictions like alcohol are very hereditary and both my mom and dad suffer with it and so like the risk for me before bariatric surgery even was very high for that, especially because I had a 
a tumultuous traumatic youth. So like your brain is wired to find nurture, however it can. Um, and so the moment I felt the craving for it instead of just the, Oh, it would be nice. But the like, no, no, no. I, but like, I really want it, even though I've already had two this week, like that's where I was like, up, like, okay, Mm -hmm. we're, and you know, I'm not perfect. I was like, okay, we're going to get through this case. And then I'm going to get good again. Might lose my money on this. (laughs) (laughs) Heaven forbid I throw away or give away a couple trulies. But, uh, but yeah, that's where I'm like, okay, that's, I'm not going to have that be the way that I like nurture my, my struggling brain. Mm -hmm. I think that's fair. I think that's really fair. What else? Like what's your NSVs? Cause I, we know the bikini one for sure. Yes. Anyone for sure. And it's funny. I, um, I now feel better in not, I wouldn't say a bikini. Everything has to be high waisted because I've had children. Um, but, uh, I feel better in a two piece than I do a one piece because my torso is so long. I'm like, Haha, nobody needs to see a camel toe in this swimsuit. Uh, <laughs> I'm right there with you. <laughs> like actually feeling good in a swimsuit because I didn't feel like a two piece was really an option before as a big one. Um, playing with my kids has been a, you know, a big one there's, but there's so many like little everyday NSVs that happen. I got this really sweet bracelet from a friend who went to Peru and it was like a bridesmaid gift back in 2017, I think. So I've had it in my jewelry box for like five years and I've never worn it because it's one of those, like people can't see me on here, but one of those (laughs) bracelets that goes around your wrist. Right. And just like to get it on my wrist was so loose that it was like just covering the top part of my wrist. And I wore it out the other day and it was so tight that it like almost could touch the ends of it. And I was like, this looks so cute on my, like my now dainty little wrist. Yeah. (laughs) You're like before that wasn't like that. I love that. And so there's just those little things too, where I was like, Oh man, I get to like wear this jewelry that, um, I mean, it's sad that jewelers aren't considering big bodied, people whenever they're designing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that part's I'm still salty about, but mm-hmm. I'm happy that I get to enjoy some of those like straight size benefits now. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's a big one. That's a good one. Very cool. Yeah. And well, then jumping off a boat. Yes. That had to jumping have been a, boat. yeah. I mean, I would, let's be honest. I'd do that shit like a big bodied or small bodied, but being able to look at the video, not recoil at my body. I think the biggest NSV for me has been body neutrality. Mm. Like my body okay. is, is just a body. Like right. it's just a, like a vessel for which I can do things and, and stuff. And I think that's what we're all striving for in reality. Like we don't need to love every inch, square inch of our skin. It's not realistic. And you're just going to feel crappy if that's the expectation, but getting to a point where you understand your body is, is a thing that's taking you through life mm. instead of something that's good or bad is, has been a big piece for me. Cause, um, I'm going to give TMI cause that's my, that's my MO, but I am a moron. And in the airport on the way back from Puerto Vallarta, the, the waiter at a restaurant we stopped at specifically told us that they do not have filtered water. Cause we asked for a glass of water mm. and I was like, great, I'll get a, a diet Coke instead. Could I order the salad? Which is washed Wait. in the water. That is not. So for about a week now, I have been dealing with some like tummy issues. Yeah. Oh 
Um, so when you asked about, you know, like what your food habits are right now, I'm like, just anything that I feel like will stay in my Oh, oh no. Uh, oh no. Yeah. So it was the souvenir that nobody wants. Yeah. Um, but even, uh, I think even the understanding that like, I'm just feeding my body for what feels good. Uh, not, and it applies to this just as much as it applies to the bariatric journey is like, I'm, I'm putting things in my body to like make it feel good. And it's less about whether I'm making good decisions or bad decisions or, you know, things like that. I just love that. You're trying to get that out of your brain, the Mm. good versus bad. Mm -hmm. Like there is a lot of gray here when it comes to this journey, Mm -hmm. like you don't have to just be one or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. then squirrel moment, fun, fun story about Puerto Vallarta. So we went for my 30th birthday um, and Eric, same thing kind of happened where like, they're like, Hey, blah, blah, blah. Cause we were doing show. We were on a boat. We're actually we're on a captain's boat for my 30th birthday. It was a pirate boat. And they said, oh. Hey, with the shots, like we do wash them, but it's also not filtered when you when we wash so we're like okay whatever and like eric didn't like did not either he didn't hear it or comprehend what was happening but he just took a shot and then took the drink like a water back and i was like are you gonna be okay and he's like i think so why and i was like um they just told us <laughs> that that could be like harming to your tummy and he's like oh i'll be fine well, because the next morning we had scheduled like uh, massages and once we got yeah yeah you kind of see where this is going because we we get off this the ship he's starting to feel a little funky we go straight to the resort he is pooping and puking like nobody's business in this bathroom all night long and i was like babe i think i just need to reschedule he's like no we're going to the massage i was like no we're not he's like i can hold it i was like no so like I even rescheduled for later that day because they had nothing for the next day, and then we would we were going to be gone, and so we did it like later on that uh, like mid like one or two in the afternoon, and he still was like I'm laying next to him. I know what's happening over there, and you can just hear like little little tooth coming out. I felt so bad for him. He was like, oh, this feels so good and bad at the same time. Oh my god, I can't even imagine. Like I was like, you poor thing. I hate having I almost always take gas X before a massage because I hate having to fart on a massage right (laughs) right and it's normal it's completely normal because your body's so relaxed and they're pushing stuff out yes (laughs) you're probably like great I nailed it (laughs) yeah I'm dying I feel so bad I just remember being like how are you and he's like uh I need to go to the bathroom like stat I was like okay let's just go right back up to the room (laughs) Oh man, that sucks. Oh man, so yes, guys, if they say they didn't filter the water, just don't drink it. Apparently don't not. Don't do it. Get fresh vegetables. Yes. Do not unless it's brought in from elsewhere. Yes. We did ask about the ice. I had that much wherewithal, but it's been I've done a ton of international travel, but it's been a couple of years. So apparently the pandemic ruined me for smart travel as well well it happens you'll learn I, you'll get back so there. i lived in west africa for a while and i've backpacked through southeast asia and central america oh, so shit. my stomach was resilient like i did not get food poisoning or travel sickness ever that's this awesome time i've gotten it post-op and i'm like they cut out my resilient bacteria they did <laughs> they did they cut it out mm-hmm. i'm like oh my crap that would have never made me sick before no wow 
a chicken sandwich and watch the chickens like eating in the sewer next to me. I'm like, yeah, we're fine. <laughs> that's how I would be. I'd be like, eh, it's fine. No big deal. As long as it tastes good, my, that's all that matters. My body can handle it. It's yep. fine. No, yeah. not so much. Not so oh much. my gosh, that's hysterical. If you had a resilient stomach before and then had weight loss surgery, do not make any assumptions. Yes. So you have a new baby belly because mm-hmm. you do. You totally do. And it's going to react completely different than what you expect it to. So just be prepared. Yes. And it's so much worse to get food poisoning after surgery than it is. It's super. I've gotten sick a few times and it's not, it's not fun. I remember the first puke was very scary. I remember being very nervous. Like, oh, this is going to hurt. Foamy. Yeah. For me. Like it's like foamy and you're not like puking a lot. So it's it's like, it's very unsatisfying. Like you're puking it up and you're just like, uh, uh, and you're just gagging. Like I couldn't like get anything out because nothing came out. Exactly. Exactly. And I just hate the feeling of like gagging. Oh, it's that's my, my least favorite feeling in the world. I used to puke where like I would get little blood spots on my face. That's how hard I would puke before. I look like I had freckles all of a sudden for like two days straight. Yeah. You were suddenly a ginger. Yeah. And I kind of liked it because it looked kind of cute because it's all like right here in your oh nose. My gosh. And I kind of liked it. <laughs> I did. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, so, Stephanie, what tips and tricks would you give everybody listening right now? Tips and tricks. Yes. Um. Oh, I'm going to do a uh, self-promotion for a second. Join book club because yes. that has been a really good like monthly touchstone for me. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's like, even if I've completely fallen off track, like having that regular conversation and like try and getting through the book, like pulls me back into the journey. I think that's one of the easy things, like a year plus post-op, like you get pulled back into your regular life. You can start eating pretty normally again. You can start drinking pretty normally again, you know, and it's really tempting to just kind of fold back out of the bariatric community. It's not nearly as sexy. You don't want to like be posting as much, but the moment you like, pull out of, of all of that chatter, you run the risk of slipping back into your old habits. That one year is not enough for us to change all of those habits. We spent 30 odd or however many odd years building. And so it's important for us to stay in it longer than that. Um, and for me, book club helps me with that. Instagram does as well, but you guys probably have noticed I've been less like active on there just because when there's too much for me to do, that's an easy thing for me to cut. Um, so that's a big one is like figuring out, it doesn't have to be book club, but figuring out your way to like have an accountable, like touchstone that you're yeah. coming back. A support regular. system. Yeah. How do you stay in it? That's, yeah. that's a big deal. Whatever it is, do it. Support system you, you can avoid. Right. So yeah. like, it can't be, you can't say like, Oh, Instagram is my support system. Well, you can just not open Instagram for weeks on end. Right. right? right. So that's not really any accountability there. So that's the biggest one. I think, um, I don't track my food at all. It's incredibly triggering for like, you know, weight watchers days for mm-hmm. me. Um, but tracking protein and water. So anytime I feel like I am like, huh, uh, my body doesn't feel great. Like I'll track my protein and water for a few days and be uh, like, oh, okay, that's why. <laughs> that's good though, that you at least like caught it and then you track it just to see. Cause yeah. if it is triggering, don't do it. Yeah. Um, if it's not triggering, I suggest you do it. Cause it's very triggering for me also. I don't like doing it because then I flash back to 
Weight Watchers, exactly what you're saying. All or nothing for me. Like either I'm tracking everything forever or I'm not doing it at all eating whatever I want. So it pulls me into that all or nothing thinking. But if I have decided like, okay, I'm just going to track protein and water and it's just going to be for the next three days so that I can see if some of the things I'm eating regularly are getting me to where I want to go, then that's the data I need to make changes from there. Cause I eat pretty much the same foods right. all the time. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. So you eat very regularly at the same times and like you reach for the same thing. Yeah. So in those three days, you gather some data, you can make changes there. So for sure. Um, what is the biggest thing that you learned from this surge with, from this journey so far? Mm, That I'm a lot crazier than I thought I was. Like (laughs) I didn't realize I, I say that jokingly, but I didn't realize like how bad my mental health was until I started going through this because I was covering it up with binge eating. Mm -hmm. So once you take that away and you're forced to face the stuff you've gone through, um, it it can be a little demoralizing. So I'm like, oh man, I, you know, everybody's applauded me for being such a well-adjusted adult given my upbringing. And I'm like, well, I'm not. (laughs) So that part's been like a tough realization, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm building the mental health skills that'll last me forever. So that's and so I can good. really relate to that because everybody said that about me and my brother. They're like, I don't know how you two have been able to like come out of this mm-hmm. the way that you are. Yeah. And thinking about it though, it's like, yeah, we did well, but you know, Matt got up to 427 pounds mm-hmm. and I got up to 308. So there's reasons why we're able to cope was because we learned that, oh, food is what made us feel comforted mm-hmm. during those times All of crazy. Trauma, we put it over here into some food so that yeah. we could be successful in everything else. Yes. Whereas, other people that may have gone through this, like, are just like doggy paddling through life because they dump all of that into food. So right. mm-hmm. I don't have any resentment for my obesity. Cause I'm like, I'm grateful that I found food as a tool to get through stuff whenever I needed it. And right. now I have a tool to deal with that now that I'm in a better place to like pick the trauma back up and like muddle through it. Yeah. 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 yeah I well, and I feel better older being able to muddle through because I feel like I have more tools, more resources to yeah, process yeah. all that. Because back then, there's no way. Well, like, my parents weren't about having help or, like, you know, a counselor. So, like, that wasn't going to be that route. It would mm-hmm. probably would have been drugs and alcohol and then in food, of course, because my family runs all um, alcohol abuse and all like narcotic abuses. Mm-hmm. So, it's like I have to be very careful as well because it's like, oh. This runs through the whole family. Yeah. Uh oh. Like I need to be very careful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, I remember a time when we moved into get together because my father is also an alcoholic, and I remember telling you, like, if I'm drinking too much, I need you to tell me because I don't want to get into a loop where I'm drinking and not even realizing that I'm doing these behaviors, and mm-hmm. then it becomes full-blown alcoholism yeah. like I don't want that to happen so I I I think it was our first place together I think so too when you lived there but not lived there with Pig. Oh, with with Megan Megan oh wow wow did you just say that yep I did because that was uh <laughs> yes I lived there part-time because yes. no one would come over that's what yes but she was supposed to move in mm-hmm. long story short no I said I was like, hey, can this you the- just keep an eye on what I'm doing? Yeah. 
So, yeah. Well, and if anybody has any problems with alcohol or gambling or any types of addiction, like go to the support groups, Mm -hmm. go do those things. It's not shameful. It's not embarrassing. You need that help. It's okay. Mm -hmm. That's what, that's the whole point of this is like, if you need help, ask for it. It's you don't, you don't have the answers for everything. That's Mm -hmm. such an important thing that I, I, and I hope others have learned through this journey as well is like, you're not at fault for whatever like vice or illness you have, right? Like we, in, in our case, like I turned to binge eating as, as a like quote unquote vice or a, a solve for like trauma that I'd been through. Some other people turned to alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's not your fault. Like that's just a reaction to the stuff that you went through. Right. All that you can hold accountability for is like, are you taking positive steps? And, and you're going to slip up. Like I literally had cheese puffs last night. Not that I'm saying that's a bad thing, but you know, I probably had more than I made me feel good. So that's not great. Right. Um, right. But, but it's not, there's no fault there. There's no blame. There's no mm-hmm. like, it's not a worth related thing. And I think uh, once you sit and think about that, you're like, oh no, logically it's not, it doesn't diminish your self-worth by eating something. Mm-hmm. But at our core, because like what we're trained is like eating this is bad and therefore I am bad. Mm-hmm, right. Like that's what we believe. And so kind of breaking that thinking has been, has been the biggest thing. And that's for me, that would have been impossible to do in my bigger body. Mm-hmm. Like I just, I had, I just couldn't get there. No. And so losing the weight has made it possible for me to like, look at myself more as, you know, a human with a body instead of just a body. Oh, I like yeah. that. Let's end on that note. That's nice. Okay. Yeah. That's very nice. Yeah. Well, thank that. you, Steph, for letting us yes, hang out with you. you for this last year today. I can't believe it's over. I know. We're going to have to be like two years out. Be like, where is she now? <laughs> where are you now? That's I'll be right. like, what? I had bariatric surgery. And you're like, what's that? No. <laughs> You'll be just planning the next retreat for all of us so we can go hang out. <laughs> that's what's yeah. gonna happen yes. so if you guys okay. haven't bought tickets to the retreat it's bariatric society 2022.com you can go to all the links in their bios it's going to be in bariatric our description retreat 2022.com yeah. oh did i say it wrong <laughs> yeah bariatric retreat no 2022.com <laughs> i just did it in one breath people and i am sick <laughs> or bariatric society.com right. we will have them linked below that's right yes. we'll make it easier since we can't talk today it's totally fine and then san diego event is in a few weeks Mm-hmm. You got two weeks left for that one. $35 yes. for the tickets. Barrydiaries.com. Yes. And you get to see us. We're super excited about going. It's going to be so I've much fun. I've already got an outfit planned. Yeah, I got one going on in my head. I can't wait. Ooh, I just bought a new outfit. So I'm pretty excited. You guys excited. can find me on Instagram at one hungry mother with underscores between the words or at Bariatric Book Club yes. or at Bariatric Society. Or right. just kidding. <laughs> she is there. Don't you worry. One Hungry Mother is everywhere. You can find her if you need any help. I know that she um, is willing to help anybody that needs it. Every single DM like a psychopath. <laughs> we do too. We do so too. we feel yeah. yeah. We have to. <laughs> and again, go to YouTube. It's on your freaking phones. Type in our sleep life podcast. Click the bell. Click subscribe helps us more than helps you but you do get videos every single tuesday because tuesday is a huge drop day for us and as you get new episodes new videos the patrons get their new episodes that's right it's a huge it's a huge day that's right so come on and hang out with us and uh, i think that's everything all right well thank you so much stephanie thank you we adore you
<laughs> All right. We love you guys and we will see you next, next time. time. Bye. Hey, listeners, if you've enjoyed your time with us, please rate, review, and subscribe on any platform that you get your podcasts. Also, check us out on patreon.com forward slash OSLP for exclusive content with your favorite girls ever. Yeah. And also, check out our YouTube page. Subscribe, hit that little bell so you get notified when our new videos drop a week after they are released. Yeah, and we would like to give a big thank you to Anne-Marie Cruz for our logos, Eric Vaughn with 17th Street Studios because he provides our music and our recording yes, space. He does. Thanks for listening to Our Sleeve Live podcast where we are breaking that stigma one episode at a time.